We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Sir Carlo Navas, and with me today is our producer, co-founder, Brian Goins. He is busy. He is taking care of a lot of things. So we are holding it down on another free agent episode, back-to-back weeks. And with me today, Saucy Nuggets insider, Mr. Lefty Leif. Good evening. We have our Photoshopper and anime lover, Brass Jazz. Good to see you again. Uh, we have our Photoshopper and statistician, who's like kind of on the pod, but not really. He's just kind of like there, Christian Hernandez. Hey, hey. Woo! <laughs> and, of course, we have our Heat Twitter president, Alf. Sakbase. What does that mean? Is that Haitian? Creole? That's Creole for what's did up. I just, did, I just, <laughs> did I just call it? Is that Haitian? Haitian? Yo, Haiti. Gold Cup beat Canada in no, the semifinals. Don't, even, don't start with that. It's a terrible you grew, grew up in Miami. You don't know what Sakbase means. And I you don't. called Creole Haitian. I have, I, I have Haitian. I have like a lot of Haitian friends. Oh, no, you don't. I haven't seen that. Yeah, you don't pay attention sound. to them. You're a shitty yeah. friend. Bang, I have two. Bang up start, guys. Friend, really bang up You and my start. friend Gio. Shout out to Gio. He's a homie. Um, uh, okay, Terrible. so lots going on here today in Miami. I don't even know where the hell to start. Uh, Jimmy Butler got completed. Hassan Whiteside is on the way out. Myers Leonard is on the way in. Mo Harkless. The Mo Harkless era. What a time in our lives. Um, I guess we have to start probably in the thing most dear to the show, which is Hassan Whiteside is now gone, meaning that Tyler Johnson, my nemesis, is gone, and Hassan, Leif's nemesis, is gone. That, I have a lot of questions about, I think Portland has been the team that we've always kind of associated perhaps trading Hassan to, and the Nurkic injury kind of helped set that up. But you kind of wonder if how far Miami has done this before. Because now, like, I don't know. If, to me, that's what kind of jumped out. Like, could they have done this, like, last year? Or, like, what the hell, Leif? I, I don't know, man. It's just. I think that they definitely could have done this um, earlier. But it's one of those situations where Riley, he was hell-bent on getting something back for Whiteside. And I feel like that there was definitely um, a – visible disconnect between the you know obviously the front office and the coaching staff in terms of how they were utilizing Hassan and what he was meant for when he was signed so like at that point um he probably was trying to just wait it out and see how long he could try to find a move that would make sense and this was it I mean literally we got Jimmy Butler for one of our young pieces a aspiring uh expiring Hassan Whiteside that we wanted to you know shed 
and a pick, you know, and we kind of always thought that a pick was going to be part of this. So mm. from that standpoint, uh, it is addition by subtraction as it relates to. Hassan. I mean, wasn't the original deal uh, Jay Rich Kelly and the number thirteen pick? Or, I mean, that our, was two our, picks, wasn't our it? Our two thousand nineteen pick. So if we're if we're talking about a two thousand twenty three protected pick, I mean that's a lot fucking better. No, it, it's it's absolutely a lot better, and and the fact that they got to keep their number thirteen pick, which is a good pick. Right, so they got a guy who's probably rotation ready in Tyler Hero, uh, a guy who can shoot the ball, spread the floor. Now, that, especially because they lost a two guard in Josh. Um, have we he- have we heard anything about any protections on this? Not yet. Uh, I know Albert uh, Namad was kind of like trying to figure that out. I haven't seen anything from Woj or, or Zach Lowe, who are the ones that. Broke All we the know is it will be protected, and we I mean we don't know if it's top twenty protected, lottery protected, top three protected. But the fact that it's protected is a huge deal. Jimmy will, I mean, if it's Jimmy lottery will protect protected, us. that's going to be huge. Like I don't think I, the Heat will be that bad at that I mean, point. But I mean, no. By know. by 2023, we're going to have like three other whales. Come on right, now. Giannis Antetokounmpo will be here. Yes. Zaire Wade. Zaire Wade. You know Zion will probably be on the team. All of them discounted. Tyler Harrow would be league MVP. Course him and his him and his blinks fan. No, but but seriously, like how much fun was it today for this roster to finally get shaken up? Like as a fan, I've been waiting for this for so long. Uh, this it was so stagnant to finally see all these dominoes start to fall. Like if nothing else, just to be in the conversation, to be part of everything. Like we (laughs) spent so many summers like sitting around like with our you know what in our hands like. Uh, something gonna happen? Uh, uh, he, you gonna do something? Uh, and or just being so cash strapped, like you know, there's actually there's absolutely no way you can actually do anything. So you hear about these I'll, meetings I'll of Lamarcus Aldridge with Pat Riley, and you're just like, nothing's gonna fucking happen. Like it's just bullshit. Like because you realize, but now with all these expiring deals, like wait, like we could actually fucking do something. This is amazing. Someone actually wants to come here. I mean, like, I'll, yeah, it's, it's actually been actually think, really, really fun. Did you think that they were actually going to be able to do anything after all this time? Because I feel like no. everyone, everyone was just resigned to the fact that we're going to ride this out, right? It had been yeah. two summers of uselessness and okay. played. Like, it was- let, let me say, I have convinced myself that the way to do this was to just sit it, sit out and just wait till, 2000, till 2021. And I'm con- I realized today, after all my excitement... That was just a coping mechanism. <laughs> like, there's no way that I was going to sit through two more years of this. But I convinced myself. I was like, as long as I get 40 minutes a game of Justice Winslow, I can deal with anything. No, I couldn't. <laughs> as long as the kids bled the team in minutes, we would have gotten through this. Now, now oh, we got believe. Jimmy Buckets, baby. Oh, I was pushing that narrative so fucking hard. Like, Dude, that was, oh, our, that was our ringtone. Just, dude, play the kids and I'm fine. Hell no, I'd be I'd be pissed off by fucking November. Like we were getting mad at poor Goran Dragic for taking Winslow minutes at point guard, I and mean, we just directed her <laughs> anger in places we shouldn't have. Bro, I was cussing out Rodney Magruder all last year. <laughs> do you remember? Do you remember yeah. Alps been dead against Josh for just the first like six Ooh, weeks of the season? <laughs> He's so mad. Dude, he that wa- you, you, yo, we were in the AAA. You know how short those corner threes are. It's, it's, hard to, no. it's easy to step out of bounds. The watch party. The watch party at uh, Duffy's. <laughs> and I am losing my shit. Josh fucking Richardson. Can't trade Josh fucking Richardson. <laughs> oh, that's he, right. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> I was losing my shit. In front of a sponsor. Like, yeah, because everyone was like, oh, you can't give up Josh for Jimmy. And Josh like made one of the most boneheaded plays at the end of that game. He like, stepped at the baseline, and I'm like, fucking Josh Richardson can't give up on Josh Rich. I was losing my shit. But, yeah, I was going to be okay with two years of this. I was lying to myself and the, and, the, and the listening public. You can get all those takes on Five on the Floor, Alps podcast with Ethan Skolnick. Check that out at Five Reasons Sports, fivereasonsports.com for our articles and all our good stuff out there. It, it felt so good just to be like I felt so alive reading rumors up until twelve thirty, cursing out Mark Cuban because the Mavs pulled out of the deal, and I was shook that they weren't going to get it done. And I was like, "Wow, 
I feel so alive. I, I love this. I miss this. They used to live in this space. It used to be chasing Ray Allen and Battier and LeBron. Wait, wait, hold on, Gianna, I feel like you're really breaking. You're burying the lead there. Fuck Mark Cuban. <laughs> I mean, no, guys. I... Guys, Anthony Chain just put mm -hmm. out the protections on the pick. What do we got? Ooh. All right, so according to Source, Heat's 2023 first-round pick dealt to the Clippers is lottery protected in 2023. Nice. Woo. It doesn't convey in 2023. Also lottery protected in 2024. Woo. It doesn't convey in 2024. Also lottery protected in 2025. Woo. It is then unprotected in 2026. Oh. Like, bro. So we just <laughs> make, it's make it will get conveyed. Listen, that, first of all, that pick is probably going to be bad in 2023, and Worth they'll get it, it then. But man, like the Heat suck. That's three years. They're not giving up that pick. That they gave up amazing. a twenty twenty six unprotected so, first so, round. So they I just mean, have to be. They just have to be good any yeah. year from twenty twenty three to twenty twenty five. That's all that needs to happen. Yeah. That's yeah. That, we can roll the dice on that. Yes, <laughs> worth it. So I I check Jimmy's age. Check Bradley Beal's age. We good. Yep. <laughs> we haven't even got okay. We have to. Eat, we haven't even got into the damn Bradley Beal aspect of this. So I really want to focus on breaking down what the hell just happened and what this is going to mean for the Heat on the court. And then we're going to pivot back to Bradley Beal. So Jimmy Butler, Myers Leonard coming in, Hassan Whiteside, and Josh Richardson going out. I think we all know what Josh gives. Really good defensively, a floor space for a guy that can attack closeouts. Um, you know, made some mistakes, but a really, really good player on a value contract. And I think the Hassan analysis is a little more complicated. I do think he was good last year. I think that gets lost in, like, Heat fans' frustration. Uh, Nikias has pointed out a lot, like, their rebounding really suffers when he's not on the floor. Uh, he, he was a, an above-average defender. Uh, that drop system that the Heat used, Hassan was, was good at, and he was good in. And they were able to corral the ball handlers into him, and he, he, he is a monster rim protector i mean that you could say a lot about him but he got a lot more disciplined over the years of not block hunting not rebound hunting uh even the picking up offensive rebounds right so like this team is not filled with you know a bunch of Kyrie irving and tony parker as finishers so he really helped clean up the glass for a lot of the guys and i do feel like that's a comfort that guys have right like when they're going to the rim and they know that hassan's trailing that you know they don't they don't have to be perfect so I do think that there is value there that he was their backup center who played almost half the minutes. Him and Bam, Bam was at like 23 minutes last year. So he and Bam, he played, he more, played more minutes than Bam, right? So he's like, it's not a small thing what they lost, but they well, needed except that. except if Bam, Bam can play 33 minutes and Myers Leonard can get those scraps and we can just make do. And they can split addition, with Kelly I'm about, and JJ. I'm about that life. Addition by subtraction, in Correct. my opinion. No, and they need it. They save five million. So, Leif, help me understand this because this this part's a little confusing, and I know none of us are cap experts. That's Albert Namad, and I see Brian is actually becoming a little baby cap expert, but he's not here. Do you really understand? And I'm putting you on the spot here. What? So they save, they get five million dollars under the hard cap with yes, this move. Uh, essentially, what that trade did, if I understand it correctly, I'll probably butcher this, but here here we go. Is <laughs> they sent out just enough, like Hassan makes more than Leonard and Harkless coming back. So, so I think wait, it was let, five... let me pause. Let me put this into perspective. Leonard and Harkless each make $11 million and Hassan's at 27 this year. To kind of like put that exactly. in. Exactly. So there's a $5 million difference there, and the trade was able to be executed there. So what that does is um, it gets them further away from the apron, which is that $138 million hard cap that now with this signing trade that they have to stay away from. So that helps to give a little bit more wiggle room in getting the deal done. Um, and obviously, that because it became a four-team deal, with Hassan's average salary, that was enough to meet the requirements for Jimmy Butler to come back automatically. So the way that it got roped into a four-team deal, it just kind of worked out that way where they fell further away from the apron and they also were able to execute the trade only using Josh and Hassan and not having to put anyone else into the deal and getting back a player as well. So that's essentially how it broke out now and uh, you know, on to is the that, Is that how Mo, Mo, Mo Harkless's contract became enough? Yes, because well, no, that it was the Hassan con It was the Hassan contract that made the difference. No, no, at the end, but the room for, um, the room for Jimmy became came from the Mo Harkless, right? The for the Clippers, the, the Clippers absorbing extra? eleven million of Mo Harkless is why that we were able to get the Jimmy deal done. 
Correct. Yeah, because it did and, a number of things. It, it brought us further away from the apron, and also, and that's essentially what that was doing is rerouting him over there. So yeah, um, it made so the five million made Mo Harkless's deal enough to get the deal done. Basically, yes. correct. It exactly. gave you the sixteen million that you need, dude. When and you and really it only think about cost it, them that pick. That's all. Dude, it cost it's like them. genius. Like the way you have to put a deal like that together, I, I can't even imagine. Like, it's yeah. Albert Namad and Andy Ellsberg are the only people that could do that. Maybe Dallas Brian. has to be feeling real crunchy. <laughs> you know Luka Doncic wanted Goran, man. Gentlemen, there are obstacles, but there are no obstacles. Pat Riley, 2019. What did he say, that at the end of, uh, at the, end of the, the, the draft? At the draft, yeah. Were you, you were there, Alf. You were reporting live. Yeah. He did. Listen, at, like, one I, in the morning. I, was a bit I love Riley to death, but... People were getting all apoplectic about what he said. I'm like, dude, that guy wasn't saying shit. He was just rambling, like, for 20, 25 minutes. Like, I'm I'm looking at him. He's just like, Goran's a starting boring guard. Uh, you guys are being really mean to Dion. It's really terrible, but he deserves it. Um, uh, uh, he started, he's just saying ran. It's better to be intentionally. It, it was just. It was so random. And then people were like, "Oh, I can't believe it! I'm never gonna be a Heat fan again." I'm like, "Dude, you had like an 80 year old like tired at one o'clock in the one morning, in the morning. <laughs> bro." He, and he just wanted, like, honestly, like he just wanted everyone to be out of his face. Like, it's just like honestly, it. like he had to trade Bobo, so he had to stay late because he had they had to wait for that pick to set it to Denver. Let me tell you something. One o'clock in the morning at the arena. Like, listen. Everyone thinks this stuff is a dream job. That, <laughs> Welcome to the project. Bro, there was nothing great about that. And then, like, you know, there was there was pizza and stuff at 7. What kind right? of pizza? Now it's 1 o'clock in the morning. The pizza smells because uh, the pasta and stuff is in the corner. There's gar- it smells like garlic in there. Like, it's a bunch of reporters. And it's like... It's just, it's just like a not, it's not a cool atmosphere. Like it feels, you you walk in at first, you're like, oh, this is awesome. I'm covering the draft. Like this is great. Five hours later, you're like, bro, I just want to go <laughs> home. Hours. Five hours, five hours. No, I, I was there for six hours, and then me and Ethan recorded a podcast like in the dungeons of the arena. <laughs> was, it, like, was it in the dark? <laughs> oh, it's just, it's just not as glamorous as it sounds, fellas. I'm telling you that much. The life of an NBA Yo, beat writers is not as was- sexy as you think it is. My ass would be going and sitting in Championship Alley and just sitting there. Yeah, that's about 20 minutes late. (laughs) And then you got to keep watching Sacramento Kings picks. (laughs) Not all that. It's funny because you uh, we played in the in the Heat Media tournament and then they had like all three trophies and you're like oh my god the trophies 2006 2012 2013 everything and you're there for like ten minutes and you're like all right then so now what and there's like Jimmy John's <laughs> in the corner that they that they ordered <laughs> this is life guys we made it I'm thankful man this is a dream it's, it's awesome, but at the Jimmy same time, John's and trophies. <laughs> it's, it's cool, baby. Yeah, it's Jimmy John's cold pasta and trophies. At the end of the day. Yeah, that should be the po- podcast name: Jimmy John's, <laughs> Jimmy John's trophies. trophies. <laughs> Jimmy John's cold pasta and trophies. Oh Do you know God. what happens to cheese after it's been sitting in <laughs> a media room for six hours? It, it um, congeals. It, it it ages like a bad contract. Yeah. Yo, how much more sense does the Tyler Hero pick make now? Like, if they knew Jimmy was coming, because you, you got to think they had a sneaky suspicion. I mean, he took no other meetings, went straight down there, agreed to a deal. So they probably knew on some level. And uh, it, they the pick knew when they so saw much the picture more sense. of him playing dominoes with the cigar drinking rum. Right. That's when they knew. Yep. That's what. No, Leif, you're so right. And, and I, I think I mentioned this last show, too. Like, the idea of drafting Seku and having a bit of a project going forward probably does not really line up with the Jimmy Butler, especially because they're, they're 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 kind of similar positions and and like Seku's more of a project. You're gonna have to be patient with him, wait for him, and and Tyler is a guy that probably could contribute and be a steady rotation player. Like if he can stay on the floor defensively, and that's gonna be what we're all gonna be watching in summer league. That's gonna be a guy that's gonna help them. He can pick and roll some, some. He can ball handle some. Uh, that pick is looking so much better, and Casey, as a three and D guy, he's going to help fill out the roster defensively. And I, I do think I am concerned about their big, big rotation, uh, especially defensively. Uh, Myers Leonard is not <laughs> Myers Leonard is not Rudy Gobert. 
and Reba- rebounding too. Huge rebounding question mark. Too. That, that whole that whole side of the ball, I, I think the perimeter defense is going to be really good, and at the end of the day, that's what this league banks on. Spolster has never been a switchy kind of coach anyway, so they're probably going to stick with their drop scheme, and they're going to fight over screens and be tough and all that. Uh, and they have the guards and, and the wing personnel to do that now, but I was mentioning this before, uh, before the show started, how I don't think we should expect Jimmy Butler to be like an all-defensive player this year right he's gonna he have, to, have care. to be that's the best part about it. he doesn't have to be like he um, has justice and bam in the starting lineup with him he has just so many defenders on this team that's what i'm excited about i'm excited about watching bam and bam justice and and um and jimmy like just control the perimeter it's gonna be ridiculous man and i the rebounding yeah that's a problem um but nah dude it's gonna the, the defense i don't worry about the defense i don't worry about the rebounding really I mean, I'm, I'm sure they can find a, a rebounding rim rolling. I'm worried more about the offense than anything, to be honest. Uh, I actually think that's going to be – so, like, last season, the biggest thing they needed was a guy who can create and pick and roll, get shots late in the shot clock, and that can score at an elite level. That's what Jimmy has because, in reality, Hassan wasn't really helping your offense that much. And if you just sub out Josh for Jimmy, I mean, Jimmy's just better than Josh. I mean, you hope Jim, Josh can become Jimmy, but J- J- Jimmy's just – has all the skill sets that Josh Quick has. Quick update, better. Duncan Robinson's out here doing work in Summer League. I'm done. That's it. That's that's the final piece. Also, is is um one of the things about today that was just a little bit heartbreaking and disappointing was the fact that um Mo Harkless songs from Brass. Oh we like lost. I really wanted a how can you be Mo Harkless from oh, Brass? Shit. Like it was gonna be amazing. Listen, man, I gotta And like honestly, we can still do it, Brass. We can still do it. Well, we can cut this part out so we don't spoil it. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you something. The Mo Harkless era. I will never forget you, Mo Harkless <laughs> era. There were so many possibilities. In the Mo Harkless era, we had him going to Washington for Bradley Beal and John Wall. So there was a team of Jimmy Butler, John Wall. Uh, but Brad Leif, Beal, call, wait, Boogie called, on the mid level. Me and Leif called that shit early on. We're like, these, they're not keeping both of these guys. Yeah, no way. Like, you don't, was, you don't get these expiring contracts to just, you know, sit on them and figure out how to weave Mo Harkless into your offense. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought they might like find a team with an exception to to send one of those into, you know, just to shave the salary away. But obviously, um. You know, they weren't keeping both of those guys. I don't know who I would have rather have kept, but obviously, you know, it, it is what it is. And now they move on to the Gorn situation. So here, here's a question I have. And um, Myers Leonard, right? Does he make Kelly Olynyk expendable? No. And listen, to no. me, listen, he's not as good as Kelly, but he's cheaper and he's expiring. So if you same. have to involve Kelly in a trade... Does it make you feel better to involve Kelly in a trade because you have Myers Leonard now? I'm going to say no, and this is why. And I think what we're doing is big, tall, white guy and big, tall, white guy. What their offense is really predicated on is a lot of dribble handoff action, stuff like that, which Kelly is elite at. That's like his thing. The, 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 the Kelly keeper, all that fun stuff, the, the, the handoff up, up on the wing. That's going to be really good with Jimmy Butler because he can shoot off the bounce and he can take it to the hole. So we're going to see a lot of Butler-Kelly hands-offs, right? And then you can actually have guys set off screen. So, like, there's a lot of creative stuff they can do with Kelly. And I do think lose. I mean, obviously, if you can get a if you if you have to move him, you have to move him. You don't. You know, your, your offense cannot be centered around Kelly Olynyk. But he. Yeah, but I'm saying is Myers. Not Leonard, a re- Myers Leonard cannot reproduce what Kelly's doing. I think he he can be a, a, a he can be a stretch big. Yeah, I a mean, satisfactory replica. Like Myers, you're discounting Myers Leonard's passing ability. Like Myers Leonard, Myers Leonard can pass. Guys, right? guys. As much as I'm loving this, does does anybody have their login info so I can log into NBA TV and watch Hero make shots? No. <laughs> I'm, uh, uh, I'll text. I'll text it to you, Chris. Oh, you're the man. Thanks. Sorry. Do you have my number? Keep, keep, keep for some up. reason, every. T- oh no, I do have your number. I'm gonna text it to you right yeah, now. Yeah, no, no, I texted you after the last time you asked me that. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. Okay. This is important. Go, go back to guys. go back to Myers Leonard's passing though. That was thrilling. That was. Just- <laughs> This 74 guy in Summer League, he's tall. Maybe he can help with the rebounding. They, but, yeah, uh, I'm not, you know, I don't know, man. Like, I'm not – I'm really high on Kelly and what he could provide. I think keeping him 
was huge. Uh, Alf, big, big passer, 1.2 assists last season for uh, for Myers Leonard. I don't think so. You're really... still uh, you're still using assists as a, as uh, a yeah, way to gauge passing. Look at this guy, dude. Yeah, we got a, we got our own Jokic. Yeah, come on, come on, chill man. out. I mean, Kel- Kelly is still out of all the contracts signed in, in uh, what 2017. I mean, he's he's the most movable. He's the best contract of the bunch there. So, that's you know what I'm saying. Funny? If you find a reasonable facsimile of Kelly, right, that makes Kelly expendable. If it frees up some space for something, I think better. that the that expended like him being expendable. You'd have to see Myers Leonard do that in the regular season. So that's more of like a deadline kind of situation. But ex- expendable for what? Like, what do we? What's a big move that they send Kelly? For? Well. Well, that that's the big question mark, right? Who would it be? Obviously, if you can make Bradley Beal happen or if there's some sort of Kevin Love situation. More disgruntled I me- superstars. I mentioned in a tweet, DeMar DeRozan or LaMarcus Aldridge, these you know different mm. players. If you had to make a deal work, I feel like what Alf is getting at is that you have another big there. Obviously, you want James Johnson to be able to contribute and maybe you can um, you know, like feel a little less... Um, you know, like he takes so, so much of a hit to the offense because what you are saying is valid in terms of the way that he make thing that he makes things run. But, uh, you know, you got to give him up. You got to give up stuff. No, you, if you got to give him up, you got like I don't want to. I don't want to be the guy who's overvaluing like the fifth guy on the team, right? Like you know, he's a he's a very solid starter. I know that sometimes you didn't start for the Heat. Sometimes you did. Eric Spolster was wacky, uh, but you know, he really he really helps him a lot. And it's not not dissimilarly to Wayne Ellington. How a lot of their offense was really like predicated on him and his like off ball movement. Like Kelly's kind of similar. Like he's not the piece, but without him, that's a big cog that's missing. This is a much better uh, scenario going down right now than at the end of the last pod when we thought in order to get Jimmy, it was going to take Kelly and uh, DJJ and Dragic and 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 yeah. Well, at the end of the pod, we knew Dragic was not part of that. You know, we thought it was just Dragic and, and Josh. What a night that was! But you I know, mean, it was that... it was crazy. But but I think at this point, you know, having Dragic, I mean, he's still someone that a team could use. I mean, shit. By the time this pod drops, who knows? Um, Leif, best guess is Dragic going to start for the Heat day one? Is he going to be on the roster when when training camp starts? Uh, best guess would be no. I think that they have more than one team that is looking at them. I think that it's probably going to be some sort of scenario where they take back a contract that is of much small, like a much smaller deal, but it's a player that can be useful to them. Um, and that's the kind of move that they're going to look to make. Obviously, there's these bigger moves that we've talked about, but in all reality, I think that they, if they could recoup a draft pick and get a, a useful player and also get further away from that hard cap number, that's what they're looking at with Goran Dragic. They, you know, they've kind of already talked about the fact that he was included in the deals and the talks and how that's transpired, that they want to do right by him and they'd be looking for other scenarios. Maybe all that w- will go away because they were able to swing the thing with Hassan in a four-team deal, but ultimately, I think that they're going to look to move him. And uh, they, he, there's a lot of interest in him around the league, so it's just finding the right spot and the right fit. Um, and we want justice at point guard, so I'm going to be pushing that narrative anyway. I mean, like, if you trade for him, if you're a team, what you're getting is a quality starter who's two years removed from an all-star season, who's a good shooter, he's a good player, and you get $19 million in salary cap space the next season because he's expiring so you not only get a really good player you get cap space next season and you get bird rights to him if he really pans out and you want to keep him so there's i don't i don't know if they can get a pick for him but i do think that they can get something of value to somebody now the the thing is the point guard market has really dried up i think teams are kind of where they are i think brass wanted to say something on goron well what you, you got i mean well, okay, a couple things. First, uh, Mark Cuban is a petty idiot, and I think he's <laughs> going to regret this. <laughs> he did that on purpose, man. This is, Jesus this is why I went to brass. Jesus this Christ. Dude, I mean, that was the perfect fit there. You know, because it there is something to be said about a player getting traded to a team that it actually wants to play for. And that was the, the – playing for the Mavs uh, was perfect. was a perfect fit for Dragic. I mean, Dragic still has some to give, man. Like he still, he still, he still goes all out. And on that team, he would be a great fit. But also, going back to Jimmy for a second, worst case scenario, uh, we are nothing changes, and we have what we have right now, which is we have the roster of last year, 
obviously Wade is gone. We knew that. But you have Jimmy Butler. You got rid of Hassan Whiteside. And and the only things to give up, you gave it a heavily, heavily, you know, protected future. Super duper. First round pick. And, you know, and again, you lost Whiteside and Josh Richardson. It, it, you were sans Whiteside and plus a Jimmy. It, I mean, that's crazy good, man. Sans Whiteside and plus a Jimmy is the name of the episode. <laughs> it's huge. No, but, 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 but going back to my that's earlier fantastic. point, going back to my earlier point. Not only did you get Jimmy Butler, you got a Jimmy Butler that wants to play in Miami. And do not discount that. That's a huge deal. Because when is the last time Jimmy wanted to play for a fucking team that he played for? (laughs) That's a good point, Brad. That's a good-ass point, Brad. Punctuation mark right there. I didn't think of that. So all of these people that are bitching on the teams that he previously played for, all these Philly fans, all these Timberwolves fans, Fuck it, Jimmy's like, I don't want to play for you. I don't want to do it. <laughs> he wanted I'm gonna culture. harass the shit out of your rookies. So I mean, this is this is a huge deal. I still don't think it's done. But even if, even if the Heat strike out on Beal, and I mean, fuck, of course, if that happens, of course he struck out on Beal. They have fucking nothing. But still. But still, they st- hate. It could Don't happen. Don't you dare! They had nothing, and they legends got never Jimmy. die, brass. They had Jimmy. They got Jimmy Butler, and they essentially had what everyone has been saying for so long. Oh, he'd have absolutely nothing. They have no assets, and meanwhile, all these assets get shipped off. Hassan Whiteside goes to Portland, and all these all these writers out there are going, "Oh man, Portland got a fucking steal." I mean, come on, man. What? They're only valuable outside of Miami? I yeah, think the, I think the opposite. I think when, when Hassan goes to another team, he's going to turn to shit because <laughs> Miami is the one that that, that builds these guys up and, and, and makes them a, a great players to want to be shipped off to other teams. So, anyway, that's about it. I think, uh, yeah, you know, the, I think we're the, in a good the, spot. The funny narrative is how the Heat players ain't shit until they're on another team. Right. It's like Josh Richardson was a throwaway in a trade, yeah. and t- now he's going to lead the Sixers to the promised land. It's amazing. Doug, so on Instagram, there's some dude named Jordan Schultz. I think he writes for Yahoo, and he commented on the on a Whiteside um, like post about him being traded and said he was a switchy big yeah, yeah, that yeah, Portland yeah. is going to love. <laughs> like, you know what he saw? He saw he's that one highlight. Is he talking about Nintendo Switch? <laughs> Yeah, he switched Twitter accounts from his real one to his burner a lot. That's about it. Yeah, speaking of switching, um, what about Boogie Cousins for the so taxpayer now, mid-level? They What's have that, that now, right? The farther yeah. they get away from the apron, the more that they have, right? They can. The more that they would be inclined to use the taxpayer Boogie, mid-level. Does Boogie want some culture? Yo, Boogie and Jimmy. Boogie and Bam and Jimmy. And it'd be a similar situation to the Warriors in which they have their starting center, right? They have Bam. They don't have to start him. Um, so he'll – but he, he could get spot starts and, you know, like Boogie last season. Boogie and Bam season, is scary, man. Huh? Boogie and Bam would, is kind of scary. That lineup would be – like, what is it? What would you have there? You'd have Dion, Justice, Jimmy, Boogie, Bam. Like, that's funny. Volatile. <laughs> that, well, did did you bring up cousins? Did you bring up cousins because TV. because at Scoop B just said Heat Celtics are meeting with Demarcus Cousins. I'm hearing. Oh, look at that! Oh, See? Wow. Scoops, brass bomb. Let me tell you, that <laughs> Nikias actually wrote a story on uh, on Heatbeat.com, uh, Heatbeatmiami.com, and Five Reasons.com. Uh, five reasons is it Five Reasons Sports.com or Five Reasons.com? I should know that. Five reasons sports. Five reasons sports. Wow. Well okay. done. Five reasons sports. Com and Miami so he wrote a, a piece about whether the Heat should kind of roll the darts dice on Demarcus Cousins, and it's it's a move I like for them a lot. I think that we've seen that time and time again how they do with the one year rental. I wouldn't even be upset if they signed him to a two year with a team option, even on the third, um, because well, probably not the team option, but what you can do is you can do the two year and then you can have his bird rights the third year if it pans out. And then that's a nice piece that you can add if he looks any kind of good. Um, and then you have your cap space for the big, big, big free agent year. What is his status now? Is he, is he unrestricted right now? Yes. The Warriors probably can't keep him because of the, they just signed Looney uh, for three years, 15. 
What are and, the Warriors doing? I, I know this isn't Warriors beat. No, but. yeah, it's it's kind of confusing. But so they get they get they get they have Looney, and I don't know if they're gonna have. They're really close to being hard capped, kind of like. Are the they heat. are they trading D'Lo? Because that's honestly yeah. that's kind of a genius move. That, that's they, what they're saying. Next year. But but it would take time, you know. They they're essentially like signing him so that they have now an asset to ship elsewhere because he doesn't really fit next to Steph. Um, and Play you know, Clay, guard for shits and gigs, man. Right. I, that that was like the surprise of the day. I think that and JJ Redick was just like everything else. You can kind of see how that happened, but that was like the one that was like, whoa! Like I, that I did not see coming at all. I, if I, I, if Kawhi yeah. goes to the Lakers, I could see like Boogie, Danny Green, like all kinds of guys that you would never expect to take less money, take less money and go there and surround him. Iguodala, if he gets bought out, I could see him going there. I too. like Iguodala here. If they don't have Dragic. You don't more think than T.J. McConnell? Way more than <laughs> T.J. McConnell. I mean, that's a guy, Iguodala is a guy that I think would really fit down here in terms of what the Heat are about and, and all the, 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 the nice flowery propagated things that, that Can we talk about, about the fact that we're, we might have to root for T.J. McConnell in the coming I don't want to do that, <laughs> yeah. man. I want to – that bad, are... and people are ridiculous. Like, he, no, bro, he do you know as a, back, as a backup point guard? We so, yeah, if we, we've called him a Nazi on this rest, podcast. Rest, yeah, we can't have him here. We if we introduced no, no, no. all of the guys together, like let's say they all are up there at the press conference with Spo and Riley and they're all sitting up there, how many seats away from the middle towards the microphone would TJ McConnell be? <laughs> In the parking garage, like standing off on the side. First of all, nobody would believe TJ McConnell's a Miami Heat player. He would not be able to get into the arena. Who did that happen to? That happened to some Tyler Johnson. That happened to Tyler Johnson. And he's half black. That that also happened. Can you imagine this guy with his alt right haircut walking up to the AAA? I play basketball. That happened to Wes Welker with the Dolphins too. Okay, didn't believe him. It probably already happened to Tyler Hero, for all we know. It's gonna happen. Tyler Harrell walks up with a little bit of swag. Come That's on. right. That's true. The drip. Tyler Harrell gets gets into the cookout. Yo, right now, how happy is Spo, though? Tyler Harrell, Harrell's at the cookout. He gets a plate. Yo, Brass brought up He's a allowed to grab point. the no, yeah, spatula Spoh, and get on the, the grill for a second. Spo is happy because now they don't have to bail Jimmy Butler out of jail when he in like murders Hassan in his sleep. What happens no, is, sure. with, when Dion Waiters and Jimmy Butler? Nah, everybody loves Dion. Dion's a popular guy. Everybody likes Dion. Yeah, I've heard stories. He's competitive, so you know they may get along that way. But I don't think Dion's going to be around for that long. <laughs> so you know it is what it is. Um, but think about the roster now, the way that it was constructed last year, and all the challenges Spo had. Like if you look at it just by the the way that it's now flipped, it's so much more conducive to I think the way Spo wants to play, especially now that they kept Derek Jones and they kept Kelly Olynyk. Bam gets a more prominent role. Um, I don't know. I'm excited about that justice at point guard. Like, I feel like a lot of the things the fans have asked for are coming to fruition, and and we should give the organization credit for that. But, Leif, even if you start playing people by contract, it's not the same. Before it was like your highest contracts were were some of your least productive players, right? How do you not play Hassan Whiteside making $27 million a year? Now your most now your biggest contract is Jimmy Butler. Your next biggest contract is Goran Dragic, and you can explain you're only playing 22 minutes of Goran Dragic just because you can say I'm trying. We're trying to save him for the playoffs, right? After that, you have uh, James Johnson, Kelly Olynyk, but then Justice is right there. So I'm so you can you there's there's no more of this. Uh, we have to play certain guys because our highest paid players. You have to give them certain amounts of minutes. It's it's that that argument is null and void at this point. Now, play guys based on merit and merit alone. Like who has earned the spot, who has earned the time. I mean, Bam Adebayo should be playing thirty five minutes. Justice Winslow should be playing thirty five minutes. Like Justice, you're like fourth highest paid player on the team right now. So you can't just say, oh, you know, I we got to play this guy, that guy, this because of because of contracts. That that's all done. Like let's go, let's just play the guys who need to be on the floor. And you can Finally. play the young guys with a win now mentality. Like I, that shit. Cut that shit out. I mean, they're so, ready. I mean, you, they're, they're, they're right there taking steps. So like, they're absolutely, they're some of the best players on the team. I mean, justice. Yeah, you that. can't, you can't tell me like we got to play uh, Dion Waiters thirty five minutes to win now. Like you're not fooling anybody. Right? <laughs> like nobody believes that. So and I'll go ahead. 
No, no, keep going. No, I'm just saying, Dion at two years, twenty four million at this point. Not bad. Honestly, showcase him as a six man because that's six man money. So you know you don't have to start Dion to kind of make to make any kind of point. I mean, Dion should be Dion should be coming off the bench. Start Tyler Harrow. He made a three already. So before we get oh, into look at the defense from Harrow, look at full him. court, Flat wing playing man. around. The, uh, I think, bef- I think oh, it's Hero, it, it, yeah. It, it, am I behind you? It's gonna what be, am I saying? Gonna get, yeah, I'm saying Hero, too. It's going to be... Hard. It's Hero, it's Hero. The, I, is I, it I Hero? Go I thought it was Hero. No, it's Hero. Wait, Alf, heard, um, how much time is on the clock for you? 36 seconds. Oh, you're first. ahead of me. Okay, tell us. This is riveting. This is riveting stuff, guys. Uh, before we get into the, <laughs> the Bradley Beal rumors and the Bradley Beal tra- trade mill, I kind of want to ask you guys, what do you think is their biggest need at this point, right? So, and I guess that kind of depends on whether Dragic is here or not. Uh, backup point guard, also probably B1, maybe backup center, depending on DeMarcus Cousins. Um, other than that, I mean, they have KZ, who you hope is going to be a rotation player, 3 and D, can kind of play some small forward for them. Um, I guess James Johnson and Kelly are power forwards, right? Those are the two guys there. Um, if they get DeMarcus, then they could kind of have like a little rotation with Bam as well. I'm wondering what you guys think their biggest need at this point is. A second whale. <laughs> I was going to say whale. a second superstar. That's it. Uh, no, okay. Sans superstars. If they're not, if, they don't if, have if, positional needs. They, they, really they probably could. They probably could use another guy that they can depend on to get rebounds. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, honestly, like it, maybe that's Udonis Aslam. I know. Dude, Dude, I know. I know. That. We haven't talked UD yet, but like that's another thing. It's like Yante this... Maton. Like maybe they give him a shot to like KZ. Be, KZ. Um, maybe a Chris Silva summer league sleeper. There we go. Duncan Robinson as a stretch player. Like I feel like you may see some of these guys get opportunities. Um, so I, I don't know. Like they don't have a lot of resources in terms of adding free agents and st- unless they're vet minimum guys, which there may be a few that shake loose that don't get deals that, that end up being contributors that they can add and that will make sense. But as of right now, it's hard to tell. I think you have to kind of operate as if Gorin is going to be here for now. And so that would mean that the point guard position isn't a one of need. But if he goes, then, uh, then immediately yeah. you have to get one traditional point guard on the roster, in my opinion. I think at this point it's a big. Just Is Beno Udrich available? Yo, that's my guy, dude. Alf, that's our guy, dude. I love Beno. Let's <laughs> bring Beno back. Beno was such a settling... Uh, Stabilizer, dude. Stabilizing force when he came in. So underappreciated. Love that guy, man. Pouring out for the Beno Udrich era. So, he lifer. He lifer. Yeah, I mean, he's... I don't. From what I can tell, he's not playing right now. <laughs> Probably not. Though his, he he, although, I will say his picture on basketball reference, he would fit right in in Philly. How about, Re- how about Rio? He looks, he, he looks Rio. like TJ, he looks like TJ McConnell's cousin. I, let me tell you something, Lee. Vet minimum Rio. How loud would that stadium be? How, I was hoping Alfred Payton and get If up. Rio checks into a game in the AAA, what's the ovation like? Reverberates all over South. It's Hand huge. Fucking money. I, I'm all for You'll it. You'll cry. Man. You would cry and write a column, wouldn't I'd you, cry, I'd cry and write a column. It wouldn't be the first I'm all, time. I'm all for it. I want that. I, I, I need this right now. A real um, vice jersey, man? Come on. You got you got Winslow. You got Dragic uh, as, as your point guards. You have Tyler Harrow. I guess Jimmy Butler probably going to play more three than two. You got Dion, Tyler Harrow. I guess small forward still the need. You have KZ and you have Jimmy there. And then DJJ. And then you have Kelly. If nothing uh, changes, who JJ. do you guys start? Goron or Win- uh, Goron with, with Goron, Winslow, and Waiters in the, in the backcourt? Who do you start? I mean, we know what they're going to do. No, we don't. It's I don't think like we know. Pat sort of I mean, said they, it. I mean, they, they, they've made it clear that they'd start Goron. I, 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 I said backcourt. That means two players. I know, but I mean, Justice is but, not a two-player either. But didn't they also say something to the effect of that everyone's going to go into a training camp and it's going to be a competition everywhere? Yes, um, that was the cop-out yeah. on the on the whole Goron as a starting point guard thing. So, I don't know. Like, I, I'm leaning on Justice, Dion, and Jimmy as the as the one, two, three. But it could easily be Goron, Jimmy, and Justice because Jimmy and Justice can be kind of interchangeable in who they defend. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if it ends up that way. I don't think Hero is going to be the one who starts. He's going to he'll be kind of eased into the mix there. Agreed. Um, 
Yeah. But that's kind of how I look at it right now. Yeah, they're not, they're not one to rush people get... in. I, I think I think if this Jimmy trade didn't go down and they were trying out the same roster, I think you have I think they would have had an argument to put Gorin in and just sort of ride with that. Um, if anything, to just sort of maybe increase his value a little bit. But at this point, now that this now that the the plan is in motion and it's all moving forward, I I think they'd be completely insane not to start Justice at point. Um, Goran and I've me and Ethan have talked about this. He needs to be convinced to take on the new Dwayne Wade role. Like, hey, Goran, Dwayne's gone. We need that guy off the bench that's going to give us eighteen, four and four. Or you know, and Goran might probably could do more as far as you know assists and and um and other things that he could be the true backup point guard. But we the Heat don't if it's not unless it's either Goran or Waiters needs to be that guy off the bench that gives you some points. I think um, Jimmy and Goran's going to be good. I, I do think that that's a that's something that those lineups will be plus. I do think that offensively, I think they can be... play together. But I, my problem is, you can't play Justice and Goran together. I don't like it. Just doesn't work, man. Like you're taking the ball out of Justice's hands that much. It's just you're wasting Justice Winslow. I, I, I think Goran has become a very good off-ball player, so I do think they can coexist. It's not optimal. You'd want to stagger them more, but I do think that there's a world that they can play together. If Goran can play I, off the bench, he's oh, one of the best. Oh, second best effort goals. hero. I love it. <laughs> That's something happened. When, now now I'm thinking like trades sure. happen. Exactly. There, yo, Albert uh, did clarify something on the timeline uh, recently that I think is worth sharing, and it says that um, with the deal that happened today, they don't really need to shed any more salary, but in order to drop below the uh, hard cap, they do need to stretch Ryan Anderson. So that would be yeah. three years, $5.2 million per year think, that would stay on the cap. And I really don't think that they want to do they're that. They're not no, doing they're that. Different. I think they're going to get rid of I'm, They're going to find someone to take him. That's, so he's going to go along with somebody in, in some other deal. I don't. There's no way I see the Heat stretching $5, five million per year for three more years. That puts so that you means in the another move has something's coming. Another yeah. move has to be coming. That's five million a year on in uh, against your cap in 2021 when mm-hmm. when you have the most flexibility. There's no way. I mean, gonna... you, you think the Clippers are going to want to take on Goron and ha- like put him into the new Lou Will role? Like, no, I, I think that they're done with the Clippers. I don't even think the Clippers have the space to absorb him anymore. What, what happens if the Lakers don't get Kawhi? They want Goron. No, if the Lakers don't get Kawhi, that's the spot for him. I don't know, Leif. Are, are, are the Lakers getting Kawhi? We don't know. They are getting Kawhi. Listen, I deleted that tweet because it is not my place to get out in front of that because it's not 100% confirmed. But I'm telling you that from pretty reliable spots, it's happening. Kawhi Leonard is going there. So, um, But if he doesn't because Not on Canada Day. Well, so maybe it won't happen today. But I think it's <laughs> Canada Day. He, Kawhi um, wouldn't do that to us. No one cares. Us? What is this us shit? Will yeah, you drop the this? Fuck up with this Raptors This is the bullshit. most I annoying. Been on a pod with you since this Raptors uh, shit started. Like you are, you are fucking ridiculous. I, th- with I this think shit. this. That's why this got out of control. Is because we didn't nip this in the butt when it started. Yeah, because I haven't been on. You have, are the fucking host of Miami Heat Beat, and you have Kyle Lowry apologist as your fucking handle on Twitter. Oh, yeah. It's bad it's for so, business, dude. I was sure? embedded in Raptors Twitter. It's so embedded. fucking embarrassing. Well, it's the only thing you're, like, you're in bed I'm, with. I'm watching the parade. I'm crying. Hey, shut did, the fuck up, dude, bro. Dude, like, Kyle, so... Kyle holding the finals MVP trophy. Yeah. The, the one he didn't win? I was airdropping that picture to random That's people. That's like taking a picture with your boy's girlfriend and fucking feeling good about it. Okay, Kawhi update from Kendrick Perkins. He's, he tweets, <laughs> just, heard that Kawhi, just heard that Kawhi is meeting with the Clippers tonight, but the Lakers hold the upper hand. Unless Doc works his magic tonight, it's looking very strong that Kawhi will be in purple and gold with three exclamation points. No, hold on, wait a second. The Raptors get the last crack at this. Okay, and you just Shut don't say no the to Masai Ujiri. That oh helps God. the Heat. Do you oh, not want this to help the Heat? That's the best First case all, scenario. What, what are what are the Lakers going to give us for Goron anyway? I that I don't know. Uh, that, 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 they, we, that. we would trade him into space. Like that's like not. Yeah, the but why why are we now. giving up Goron for space at this point? Correct. Because you don't Goron want to for stretch. space was a a bullet you had to bite to get Jimmy. Now that you, now that. Goron, you don't need to trade him in the space. There's no reason to trade probably the best free agent point guard left on the market for nothing. Brother Brian Anderson, that's why. 
to yo is this the end of tank season right, like is this oh season yeah no we're start? done yeah we're done tank season's over unless jimmy gets hurt it's it's you know <laughs> if there's one thing if there's one thing that becomes so super clear to me uh is uh, after this previous season i mean tanking is done right or, or are we over this shit pretty much i live in new york and and you know and they they will they went we're all in the we're gonna lose every game well did it they but they weren't really tanking they, tank. they, they just, just they were horrible there was a big difference there you know um and i just don't i i just don't think it's really paying off i think with the new lottery rules and all that kind of shit we have I just, you're right Rash, we haven't laughed at the fucking nicks enough at all oh my god we did a little bit last pod but i mean that's just it's just <laughs> so incredible amazing. They're like the oh, it's art what they do. It's art, like it's art to be shitting themselves if they got Jimmy Butler right now. Yeah, listen, I was just in an Instagram chat with and most of my friends are Knicks fans, and I was just ragging on them. And you don't understand the anger and vitriol that I got hit with. We didn't even want Kevin Durant. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't want uh, Kyrie yeah, Irving. They're, what, they're, we're, yeah, we're, because they were they were we saying that they they didn't forwards. they we're didn't offer him the. They didn't offer him the full max because, you know, because he's injured. Bullshit. No, they were still the, – the, the, the report, uh, I think Woj clarified it. They were still in discussions if they should offer him the max, and he had already signed with the Nets. <laughs> they didn't even get a look. <laughs> they didn't get a fucking free agent meeting. And I was telling my boy, I was like, yo, you guys don't even get a free agent meeting. We don't want free agents. What do you want? What do you want, Frank Nickens and Lakina and and all that other crap? Like they have just crap everywhere. And now R.J. Barrett, like they think R.J. Barrett's gonna lead them back to the promised land. Guaranteed that by the time R.J. Barrett is good enough to lead anybody to anything, he's gonna take a free agent contract somewhere else. But the listen Knicks- to me. I was, uh, sorry, I don't. Sorry, you you continue. I don't no, I'm just saying the Knicks are just no. I'm just saying Knicks are a fucking embarrassment. And I, they, their fans, like their fans, were like photoshopping jerseys oh. on every fucking great player. Like we so do the we, same though. thing. So but like we. we we don't come away from it. Like we didn't want LeBron back anyway. He's well, just, that's why I get that's why I get so pissed off because fucking Knicks fans. It's a trash organization. You know what else is another trash organization? The Los Angeles Lakers. Yes. And 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 look at everything. All these things that they're getting, and it sucks. At least at least the Knicks get exactly what they deserve. <laughs> but I still think that if the Knicks had just tr- simply tried and won, maybe could sneak or get close to the playoffs. I mean, I, I still think they could get some sort of free agent. But no, why would any free agent? Yeah, sure. Okay, you cleared up two max spots. Why would any any of these tons of free agents that are out there right now, why would any of them want to go to the shit organization that that had the worst record in the league? And the what worst is convincing? owner, the worst owner the, in the league. Well, that's it. It's, it all comes down to Dolan. And, I, and the I worst swear, GM. Like, maybe he is a good GM, but he has to listen to fucking Dolan. It's it's crap. And uh, I'm just excited that we're going to get Fizz as an assistant coming up in the next couple of years. <laughs> Would they fire him because they're going to blame him? Oh, man. For not being able to coach whatever fucking Fizz, trash he Fizz, unfortunately for Fizz, Fizz is going to get fucked again as a head coach. Just like they, he did in Memphis. That is, and some, what, there was some article that said they have a better young core than the Heat. Who? Who? Kevin Knox. No, that's that's crazy. Kevin Knox can't dribble. <laughs> Have you seen him dribble? Oof. Yeah. He makes it's... James Ennis look like Kyrie Irving. Like, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, let's pivot a little bit from the last bit of the show to the Bradley Beal rumors. So Miami apparently in play for, for Beal. Not in play, but interested in Beal. I mean, of course they're interested. Why wouldn't they be interested? It's Bradley Beal. He's very good. Um, I, there were rumblings and then it became more official. Was it Barry that kind of put that to light? Barry was the one that kind of was the most official voice that spoke on it. I guess Matt Barnes said it on TV after like there were Twitter rumblings. Uh, and then Barry said it. And let let me interject the former NBA player like Matt Barnes and Kendrick Perkins that hears shit and just doesn't care what he's supposed to and not supposed to say. And just goes on TV breaking news. It's fucking. It's great to me. It's I so love good. that development. It's so good. They don't care, and that's probably reliable information too. It's probably yeah. I mean, Kendrick Perkins talks to Kevin Durant all day long. Come on. I, if he goes to the Lakers, it's gonna be like such a fucking blow. Um, but yeah, so like the idea of them getting Beal, I I don't like the idea of them taking John Wall's contract. That part's a little scary to me. Yeah, I see Brass is like gritting no, his teeth. No, I'm I'm not there for that. No, pass I, that. I believe that they get super duper hard capped uh, when that happens, and they like have like, 
I think only thirty million dollars uh, to the apron, and they can't fill out a roster like with that. So I do Bro, think John they, Wall's uh, a non-starter, man. Yeah, they they sense enough regret, I think, and the the like you know Dion and JJ signings that I I just they're not going to do that again. I don't think anybody would take both. And that's to the extreme. Would you John Wall is to the extreme. I mean, how much stuff uh, because he missed the entire last season, right? I mean, like it's his shit is like just starting, isn't it? Yeah. Explosive point guard with an Achilles injury. Yeah, I'm good. Is it Achilles or a a knee? It's Achilles. Oof. Would you guys do Bam just like, let's say they wanted Bam Justice, Olenek and Dragic for Beal. Would you do it? Oh yeah, I mean that many players that have to be for what? Are you trying to get like, Beal on something else? Yeah. No, oh. Beal on like let's say Beal and Dwight Howard, that so they can get off of Dwight Howard's oh, contract. Okay. Yeah, I think Dwight. I think they're already off. Wait, of Dwight's oh, so, and who, who are you trading away on that again? Uh, Everybody. I mean, Bam, at, Justice, at that point, Olenek, does it really matter? Goran. Because then you have two all stars, two legit guys that you could say could be number one dudes. And then you just need that third person, and then all of a sudden you're competing for a championship. Well, yeah, I mean, and you just and you just helped your you can you know a reclamation project for a center. Spo loves doing that. So if they do that, let's say they do that at some point during the season, they become super super viable in the buyout market. Oh, Nick like, Mayo is, with the block. Christian's just like interjecting with these random summer league guys that nobody knows. Oh, no, listen, Wyler Duncan Bab again. Oh, this Wyler Bab guy looks really good. Is that is that the tall guy? No, he's like the point guard that they uh, that they picked up for summer league. Who's that really tall white guy? That number. That, that's Nick Mayo. Seven. Okay, that guy. Seven. That guy's Mayo. big. Mayo is his last Nick. name. Tall white guy is Mayo. Mayo. That guy, he could stroke it from three. He's tall. Look at that. You're coming for your job, Myers Leonard. Duncan Robinson is out here playing some elite defense. I yeah, he he really has been playing well tonight. No, I'm not, I'm not even joking. Moving his feet is just ridiculous. Like he's staying in front of everybody. He's. Playing. How do you like Hero so far? I haven't really. Been uh, honestly, he's struggling out there, defensively and offensively. Yeah. Defensively, oh, Nick Mayo with the three. Let's go. That's, Nick I, yeah, Mayo. I, I'm telling you, dude. The big guy, big man, can stroke it. He's big. He's he's takes up white. space. Very. Oh, we need. White. We we gotta chop that up. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, dude. Like, if they could get Beal, if they could get Beal, even if they have to give up all those guys, I mean, they get Beal in here. You're still gonna have Dion, Dion and JJ become important because they're not bad players, just not like on the best contracts. You still could probably keep DJJ or. Whatever. I think the Bradley Beal thing is a pipe dream. I'm be honest with you. I, I, but don't, don't rain on our parade, man. No, I mean why? Let's be honest. Like, dude, we've had a good week. All right, come on. Like, everyone just chill. Now, uh, Lamarcus Aldridge, Kevin Love. Does anybody uh, have any interest? Not in Kevin Love. Those? I'd be more interested in Lamarcus because he expires next year. But Lamarcus but Kevin, also exists in the same space as Bam. Like, does that hinder nah, he Bam play, at all? He could play power forward, and I think he and Bam can coexist. I don't like it. Like honestly, like I heard, I heard the name thrown around, and I kind of was like, "Ill." Same with Demar Derozan, um, especially if they're ch- kind of targeting Beal. And I like Demar as a player. I, I just don't. I think the time for Demar to be a key cog in your championship team is over. I'd much that, prefer the, the the taking a chance on Cousins getting the mid level. I think I think the move like realistically, I don't. I probably don't think they get Beal either. I mean, if they listen at this point, all fucking bets are off. This has been a wild, wild Bro, day and a half. Bro, the Heat are back. Come on, like okay, maybe not back to like championship contention, but back in like just the mix. And are just, we doing the Canes thing where the Canes are back? No, I'm talking about just making moves in the news, just. Riley's out there, like people just. Oh, people I mean, nobody's still coming. taking them seriously. Like I listened to a bunch of NBA pods, and they just they talked more about the Sixers than the Heat part of it. So nobody's I really. I, I think a lot of people were not sure what the Heat were giving up. Because I haven't heard a podcast since this has uh, been announced. I, I so. heard Low. Um, I, I was listening to Low talk. He talked a little bit about it, but that was that was that came out today before the the trade was official, but. I mean, he was operating under the assumption. Like in his podcast, he was operating under the assumption that the deal was going to get done. Ooh, Tyler Harrow just got all the way to the rim and just like uh, Justice Winslow. Year I think that one was. Finish. I think that was Duncan that's, Robinson. That's exactly what I thought, Alf. <laughs> and then some scrub does the same thing and just lays it up right after. Duncan Robinson's put on a little weight. He's not as skinny. Yeah, I don't know. He's he looks bigger. It's he looks. Good. Yeah, look, look at that. He he does look like Myers Leonard. Oh, look at that rebound by Duncan Robinson. 
Jeez. He's been barking a lot out there. He's clearly like the the leader out there. By the way, we're gonna we're gonna have Nikai Duncan. <laughs> I love year two summer league guy. Year two summer league guy. Dude. Year two summer league guy goes ham. It's like listen, I got li- listen, Rook. I've been here before. <laughs> I appreciate that Duncan Robinson doesn't wear a shooting sleeve. I appreciate that. In an era of everyone wearing shooting sleeves, especially shooters, he doesn't, and I respect that. Duncan Robinson looks like every white guy from AAU. That you know, like he he paid the dues to be on the team, and that's kind of why he's there. <laughs> because you know you have to supplement like the 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 squad the roster of fifteen with guys at the end of the bench that their parents actually pay for them to be there, so you can get the good kids and let them play for free. Duncan Robinson is that guy. He kept paying his dues, and like he got a little court time, and you know what? He made the NBA man, and you got to be really proud of him for that. You know what? I never I understood. Know. People that put product in their hair when they go to play sports, like those soccer I do players, that. I like do that. isn't it like doesn't it start dripping down onto your face with? Yeah, it's horrible. It gets in my eye. It's yeah. It's that bad. seems like really counterproductive. Yeah, but you, you want you want to look bad when you're on TV, Christian? It's like the, now the, the the women's World Cup's going on. Like a lot of those women wear makeup. Alex Morgan has a full face of makeup while she's out there. I mean, speaking of hair, them. have you guys seen what's going on at Fox Sports? Oh my god. You know, I like, thought the Jason Whitlock thing was offensive. <laughs> the Nick Wright hair. What yeah. the fuck is going on there? Like, we didn't see you Friday? The fuck is going on? Christ almighty. You guys just went over the weekend and just grew afros. The fuck? Come on. Dude, the Nick Wright one. I mean, the, the Jason Whitlock one is whatever. The Nick Wright one. I was like, I didn't, I didn't it's recognize just like, him. Just, it's not like Nick Wright has a little bit of hair. Like, he went for, like, the full, like, 90s sitcom dad hair. No, no, no. Like, uh, uh, Dragonfly Jones had a tweet about it. What was it? Hold on. I got to find this. Oh, like, come on. He said, this shit don't even look right. <laughs> Whitlock's head round as hell, and he bought the square head package. Bro, <laughs> you were supposed to order the Karan Butler, not the LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this shit's worse than Beijing. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.